You're listening to the best podcast in the triangle, Toxic as Fuck Radio. Toxic AF Radio. Let's talk about it. What she gotta say now? I mean, it is levels to this shit. Girl, just school them. And welcome back to Toxic as Fuck Podcast. This is our second week, y'all. You're tuning in with Toxic as Fuck Radio with your host, Dom. I want to say thank you again. Y'all know I got to take the first few minutes thanking everybody for tuning in, staying consistent with me, listening to what I have to say, give me criticism and critiquing, and whether it's good or bad, I'm going to take it all and assess it and apply it. That's all I can do. But I just want to tell y'all thank you. Like It means the world to me. We are currently on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are working diligently to get on iHeartRadio and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. But without further ado, let's talk about what we're going to talk about tonight. Tonight's podcast is geared to how lonely it is to get to the top. Hence the phrase, it's lonely at the top. Nobody talks about how lonely it is on the way to the top. I mean, I've not made it up there yet. But if it's like this on the way up there, then damn it. (laughs) Listen, it's going to be hard. (laughs) I'm just letting you know it's going to be hard. And I just wanted this to share my experience with you guys only because I've created businesses, successful ones, um, consistent ones. And I just want y'all to know that you have to just do it. I know that sounds cliche, but you have to just do it. A lot of people are stagnant in life and so they can't apply it to a business standpoint or to a hobby. So they just be like, ah, well, I'm just, I'll do it another time and I'll do another time. Or I just delay it. Or, you know, when I get this, I'm just here to let you know, like, sometimes right now is the right time. Most times right now is the right time. When it's on your mind, it's the right time. Don't ever let an idea, a dream that you know that you can put all your effort and thought and passion and love and devotion into. Other than these relationships and shit out here, something that you can birth and create a foundation. Don't ever let your your conscience or a second thought deter you from that because you can be what you want to be <laughs> nah said i know i can <laughs> be what i want to be okay and so i'm gonna do just that and i want to share my story because i don't feel like a lot of people who is successful take time along the way before they get there to let people know that the real real deal Um, I want to talk about Tiffany Haddish for a brief second. Um, I love to read people's books. um, And she's one of the ones that I thought that were the most humblest. You know, she reminds you of being a product of your environment and actually coming up out of it. So I relate a lot with her. Um, Unfortunately, but fortunately, I can't switch it up. So... I don't, you don't hear me walk around talking like Tiffany Haddish all the time. And even on my podcast, I might, I might, you know, slip with a tongue and talk a little shit every now and then. But for the most part, I'm very much clean and I don't want people to know the environment I come out of because people are very judgmental these days. Like you can't even say the wrong thing about somebody being LGBTQ, looking a certain way, um, stereotypes, race. You cannot say a lot of things these days. So with that being said, I read her book and we read where she came from and she lets you know how hard it was coming up. So just like Tiffany Haddish did and a, a lot of other people, but I seem to resonate with people who sound like me, look like me, walk like me and don't change it up just because they got money. You know what I'm saying? She's one of the very few that does that. Um, and so I read it 
I read it. I listened to the audiobook. I bought it. <laughs> I supported my my culture. And so I just want to give y'all a little insight to my life since the beginning of the year, pretty much. So here comes the next opportunity. There's a space available. And they're like, hey, you know, if you want to be a vendor in my in my shop, you know, this is these are the rules. You can do this. You can do that. And I said, you know what? It's time for me to get back out there. So I'm going to grab the bull by the horns and I'm going to do a shout out to Bull City. We grabbed the bull by the horns out here, baby. Okay. So, um, and I did it and I jumped out at the time, you know, my booth rent was what? Not even a hundred dollars. So I was like, okay, this is doable. This is feasible. I got my little refrigerator in there with my name on it for the business I had at the time. And I was booming in my little corner, in my own little chair. (laughs) And I did that. Um, for a little while. Now, as a businesswoman and as somebody working in customer service, I do not like sloppy shit. I've worked in customer service most of my life for almost as long as I am. I'm not old, by the way. <laughs> Just letting you know, no cougar over here. Um, and what I realized was that she was the worst business management whoever that could be over me. It was like I went from one shit pot to another. And I was like, what the fuck? This cannot be happening. So now here I am as an entrepreneur working for myself, my own boss. And now I'm in the same position, not knowing how to communicate a disagreement. Something that's not working right for me as uh, a colleague. I don't know how to do it because now I'm, I'm working for myself. So I'm like, how do I communicate with conflict? I don't know how to do these things. So I think for about a month... I went through that. So it became so drastic um, that the owner of the said studio at the time decided to go to a whole different location across the way. So I took this opportunity to take the area that she was moving from. So now we're upgrading. We're upgrading in what, April? From having a corner in a studio to having the whole studio. Now, what am I going to do with the studio? What am I going to do? Toxic as fuck radio was not, was not put down on paper yet. Because it was always a dream of mine, but I just thought, you know, it was always intimidating because it was such a big dream. It was such a commitment. It was such a job. Like, it's something you have to put your all into. Like, and I say, put your all into it, baby. And I was just like, oh, my God, how am I going to be able to do this? I am a full-time mom of three. I have more than one business. I'm still in the studio cranking out whatever I'm cranking out to, to make ends meet because, again... I work for myself, uh, got a, a nice size place. I got kids to feed. I like a certain lifestyle. So things are, things cost, you know what I'm saying? So at this point, I'm just like, yikes, what am I going to do with it? Like, I want it. I can make it whatever I want it, want it to be, but I need it to be in my possession. And so I did that. I partnered up with the two other colleagues in the studio because it's like an adjoining suite type thing. And I, I got it. So at first I was like, you know, I'm going to bust out my private catering, which I still continue to do. I was doing tacos on Tuesday. And then it got to a point where I needed to figure out what am I going to do? Now, for years, I talked to a good friend of mine about this idea. I talked to multiple good friends of mine. So one is I thought they were really in my corner. And this is when it comes to the people you can lose along the way. And this is when silence is the best. 
silence isn't silence isn't always good you know sometimes the closed mouth don't get fed you know but when it comes to dreams when it comes to things you believe in when it comes to things unbirthed yet you don't talk about that shit and here's why we're gonna go pay some bills but we'll be right back with toxic as fuck radio looking for that perfect place to express yourself through ink empire ink where art meets skin their artists are so talented, whether you're spontaneous like me or like to plan ahead, Osama and his team of artists have you covered. Walk-ins are always welcome for that instant inspiration. And if you have a masterpiece in mind, just schedule an appointment with one of his skilled artists. Just make sure you're deposit ready for sure. Head on over to Empire Inc. to get stabbed up so good. Located at 1230 Avondale Drive, Suite 27, Durham, North Carolina. This commercial was brought to you and sponsored by Empire Inc. In the heart of the triangle, when the sun sets, our commitment to cleanliness never does. Introducing the triangle's only 24-hour residential and commercial cleaning company. We are there when you need us, anytime, anywhere. We lead by example, turning chaos into order. Experience the difference with free consultations. Because clean homes lead by example. And there's something special for you. Get your third routine cleaning on us when you mention this podcast. Don't wait. Call now to schedule your free consultation and let's make your space shine. When it comes to cleanliness, we're always a shining example. Trendsetter Cleaning Service, your 24-hour cleaning partner in the triangle. Welcome back to Toxic AF Radio. What she got to say now? Let's talk about it. So I had a really good... uh at the time, business friend, longtime business friend of mine. And I and I gave her two great ideas that I had at the time. One idea, slowly after a while, I saw she dropped it. Like, she advertised that she was doing the idea I brought to her. And I was so taken aback. But at that time, the idea I brought to her was not really in my, was not really in my market. So I wasn't too, too mad, too bent out of shape for that. But I was just like, dog, I could have sworn I just talked to you and asked you for help about that, right? I know I don't know how many people of you all um are business owners or entrepreneurs or hustlers, whatever you want to call it, and you've talked to somebody about something that you wanted to do, or you you mentioned an invention, then boom, it's on the commercials. You know, like, oh, I thought of that idea. Or I invented that burger in my head and put two and two together with French fries and onion rings and boom, Burger King has it, or something like that. So I was in the middle of a situation like that. So I go to another friend of mine and I'm talking. This may be a year prior to even knowing what to do with a, a, a content studio. And I'm talking about the radio podcast. I'm talking about what I want it to be called. I'm talking about what I want to expose and these things. And she's just rooting for me and pushing me. It's like, yeah, just do it. So, you know, they say, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Well, you know, hard head make a soft ass. Because I went right on back to that that person. And I discussed some of that stuff. And um, I want to say two weeks prior to my release of the first episode of Toxic as Fuck Radio, she dropped the fact that she's dropping the podcast. Now, though, this is what... I want to go into a few things with this without losing you. Um... You always want to stay in a circle where someone knows more than you. You always want to stay in a circle where you can always learn from someone. Now, I feel like at times we are interchangeable with careers. We're interchangeable with relationships. But we don't interchange those friends like we should. 
How many of y'all out there I know probably had the same year for ten, same friend for 10 years and that same friend ain't did shit in them whole 10 years. They might have got a different job, but they've not leveled themselves up. They're always constantly calling you for advice. What can I do situations? Um, but they never come up to a different place of value. So during this whole time, I'm interchanging those circles because I need to evaluate. I have to level up. So she was one of the ones that was in that level up circle. She knew more to me when it comes to digital content creating. She knew more to me when it came to uh, the previous idea that I had. So I always went to her. However, that wasn't a good thing. And it was a lesson learned. And so you're going to lose these people along the way, like I said. And unfortunately, I had to turn that off. I had to disconnect from her because in so many ways, I feel like I learned from her. And a lot of ways, a lot of ways she takes from me. And a lot of people are going to do that. You know, people are going to do that, but you have to acknowledge it and not continue to, you know, be in that. But I'm really big on stepping up those circles in every way. It's stepping up your life in every way. If you know that band ain't doing it for you, get another one. If you know that woman ain't doing it for you, get another one. Because guess what? We age forward and not backward. You know that job isn't doing it for you. Don't keep taking this shit. Go get another one. Nowhere in life does it say you have to stay in the shit you're in. Because guess what? Every time it wasn't okay, it was always okay. So it's very lonely on the way to the top. I'm pretty sure that the... This, the slang stands, the, the motto stands, it's lonely up there. I'm sure it is. But on the way up, it's lonely too. Why you just can't say it's lonely being successful? Because that's what it is. And I'm not wealthy. I'm not rich. Hell, I'm still living um, deposit to cash app, okay? So <laughs> I just want to let people know how really real it is Like when you're trying to start something. It's not like, ooh, she has sponsors, so she got this and she got that. No, absolutely not. That is not how it works. And that is hard work is what it is. Hard work it takes to get there. Um, but let's go back. Let's step back. I leased the studio in April. I finally found out that I wanted in July to make a to make a podcast that I had talked about for so long. And I told myself, you know what? Stop talking about it. Do it. Stop talking about it. Like everybody who wants to win the lottery but never plays. Stop talking about how you're going to be successful having a podcast and do it. So I made up my mind I was going to do it in July. April leased my studio. July said, you know what? I want to create a safe space to talk about the uneasiness. I want to create a safe space to talk about things people are scared to talk about. Do you know how many people listen to my podcast? I'm like, hmm, I fuck four people in one day too. Hmm, I think cheating might be in our blood too. I don't really think it's something we do. I think it's something that we inherited from others, from our, from our ancestors. Hmm, I think it's natural. Hmm, I got that toxic trait too. You don't pick up when I call you. You know, the, it's endless. But I wanted to create a safe space where you don't feel judged. Because there wasn't no safe space for me. Even in therapy, there was no safe space for me. I mean, it's becoming more and more like that now that I start telling this whole everything. But <laughs> before that, it wasn't that. And so I keep it bottled up. And that creates other issues. 
July, I found myself a single parent again. Try not to get too choked up about this shit because when you invest so much into somebody and then you find yourself in the midst of doing the one thing you've always dreamed of and then you're like the most lonely out of everything. (laughs) Listen, that right there, that'll make somebody go fucking cuckoo fucking nuts. Like, very vulnerable. Um... So here I am starting to, starting the one thing I've always dreamed of and being the the last thing I think I dreamed of being, which was a single parent again. Um, but we're going to fast forward to August. I'm in this studio painting like my ass off. Like the studio was fucking ugly ass Pepto-Bismol pink. You hear me? Pink. Do you know how many coats of motherfucking primer it takes to get this shit out of the fucking wall and send a block, bitch? That's a lot of motherfucking paint. So... A bitch was in there on it Adderall, okay? And I was painting her over like two days straight just to get the pink out of it. Finally did it. Now, don't get me wrong. This entire time I have my studio, I'm booming shit out of there. Painting pubs, some sort of event, some kind of cooking day. If it's Taco Tuesday, if it's Lamb Thursday, Salmon Sunday, I'm I'm making money. I'm going to hustle for it because that's what I am. I don't know nothing else. There is nobody there's there is nobody after me. Nobody's gonna pick up the slack. I am the slack, okay? So um I fast forward to August, I'm painting the studio. It took me a fucking like a a good week. I do wanna say shout out to my girl Simone and I think uh, Ashley might have picked up the brush at one point and that motherfucking Jocelyn was in there helping me paint. So shout out to my homegirls because when I tell you during those trying times, <laughs> I'm really trying not to get emotional because it's the strangers. And this part is for the strangers. And I'm vulnerable as fuck because it's my motherfucking podcast, okay? The strangers that don't really know me. It was events when I had nobody booked. And Jocelyn would come in there and have a motherfucking ball with me and paint times when I didn't have nobody booked and these ladies actually came in and sat at the table made sure to support me even when people that really knew me didn't now that shit is fucking that shit is real and I'm not gonna edit this part of it or anything because when you have really genuine people fucking with you that shit matters shout out to my sponsor Osama Empire Inc Make sure y'all check him out. Be deposit ready because the nigga don't play about his money, okay? And his motherfucking artist. That motherfucking cash baby fine as fuck over there with her light-skinned ass and them pretty-ass eyes. But um, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, just... <laughs> I laughed through my pain, okay? So, um... Yeah, big shout-outs to them. Big shout-outs to the artists, that motherfucking... That came in and painted canvases. Big shout-outs to everybody at... That's my family. Just like family, you fight. And you talk shit... Like, I ain't know them long at all, but I get mad support from the motherfuckers at, at the studio, okay? So I can't wait to put them on video and have them on the couch so y'all can really see who really fuck with me, okay? Now, that was in August. Oh, come September. Lovely September. I land my first motherfucking sponsor. And let me tell you, I went and got his ass. 
I didn't let him. He didn't come to me. I mean, yeah, he threatened me with, oh, let me be a sponsor. You know, I try to do it for Tile Chronicles, et cetera, et cetera, but they won't hit no shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's more than just talking about drama in the city. Don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, everybody love a little ratchet TV, but at some point, people turn that shit off. I mean, let's, be, let's just be honest. When the last time you, you heard about bad boys in Texas, hmm? since the shit went off, right? <laughs> so, I mean, we always going to have drama, but not everybody is open to you exposing their drama. But guess what? Everybody is open to exposing a part of themselves, especially when it's a, a group of us that have something in common. Nobody that watched that shit got anything in common with them drama-ass motherfuckers. Let's just be honest. But hey, it gets the views. It keeps the people going. I get it. Shout out to Kendra and Tower Chronicles. Um, However... I went and got my sponsor. I went to him and was like, hey, I need this. And I need you to come through for me. And he said, I believe in you. I know you. I ain't worried. <laughs> I've known this motherfucker for years. Let's just be, let's just, let's just put it out there. I've known him for years. I never asked him for nothing. I always pay for my tattoos. I don't ask for no homeboy hookups. It's always been appreciation for his, his work. That motherfucker's an artist. And he says about his shit, okay? <laughs> so, like, to get that back, that shit meant everything to me. Like, this not a man expecting nothing from me. He got his own lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, he not expecting nothing from me. I ain't got to do nothing for it but my motherfucking job. Okay? Let's talk about it. So, that shit just, it had me an emotional roller coaster. It had me so amped up to do even more because somebody was behind me. So, during this whole time, I've lost people that's been close to me for years. I'm talking years. But the moment I realized, the moment I realized that the friendship was more toxic than it was, watering my soul, my energy, my my way of life, I had to come up out of there. I had to switch the circles. And a person like me that don't see nothing but the top, I don't see nothing but growth. So that stagnant stuff starts to make me sick. It starts to make me distant. I would distance myself from a grown man, a grown woman that's still in the same fucking position. In any way of life. That is no help for me. That is no... That's not for me. <laughs> it's no other way I can say it. It's just not for me. <laughs> uh, because I will touch a million dollars at least in my lifetime. And it won't be doing that sitting, watching everybody smoking, drinking every goddamn weekend. It just won't. That's just not me. Don't get me wrong. I bitch love to get high. Take a trip on my favorite rocket ship. Pass me the reposado, okay? With a little hint of lime. But, hey, it's the time and a place for that. It is literally a time and a place for that. And it's not every weekend. It's not every Friday. It's not every Tuesday. It's not. Because eventually that shit gets fucking expensive. Okay? We're trying, to, we're trying to invest in businesses, not our livers to get replaced. Okay? But, I mean, different strokes for different folks. I just know where I'm trying to go. And I have kids. And I'm a big mom. Like, when I tell you big mom shit, big mom, big mother over here. Like, I don't, I, I don't play that shit. All three of my kids and my oldest just turned 13 today. Shout out to my baby girl. I mean, a happy birthday, sweetheart. Um, they all still go to bed at 8 o'clock. Anybody know me? No, I don't, I don't fucking play about that. Because as long as I'm a single mama, 
I'm going to still have a life. Everybody go down at 8 o'clock. Everybody go down at 8 o'clock and I'm not playing about it. So, like, I like structure. I don't like all that bullshit around me. And that's what keeps me focused. And it also will keep you lonely on the way to the top. Because everybody's okay with being distracted. I'm not okay with distractions. I'm okay with having a social life. I'm okay with having a romantic distraction. That's different. Because that's still watering into me at the end of the day. That friendship shit, if it's not if it's not investing in, in me like I'm invested in you, I can't do it. I can't do convenient people. <laughs> now I talk about that too. Convenient people are the worst. I didn't know I was so convenient to someone until I stopped being someone to someone. Have you ever been around an addict and they couldn't get what they wanted from you? And so now they cussing at you. They calling you all these kind of names and you this and you that. It's the same thing with convenient people too. It's the same thing. It's like Beyonce say, the first time I said no is like I never said yes. <laughs> not me quoting Beyonce because I really can't stand that hoe. <laughs> and it's not even that I can't stand her. Shout out to the, the beehive. <laughs> Please don't get me uh, cut off because I, I know I know you got you got your beehives out here. But um, it's not that I don't like her. It's just she's overrated and I'm ready for somebody else to take her take her spot. Let, let the younger ones do it. Put you on 107, baby. We okay over here on 97.5 and Toxic as Fuck Radio. Okay, shout out to Brian Dawson and them too. So, um... Yeah, convenient people are just like addicts. As soon as you say you can't do nothing for them, they're calling you all kinds of names. And it took me a while to realize that. Um, I literally had to ghost a a specific certain amount of people in my life to realize their worth to me and my worth to them. And on the way up, you have to start evaluating people around you. Because you don't want to wait till you at the top and this funky shit start happening, okay? So, I go to I say this, just be very mindful of convenient people because they be disguised as everything. They be dis- disguised as the best friend. They be dis- disguised as the cousin. They be disguised as the cousin friend. They be described as the best friend. Uh, the, 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 the... the extended associates the colleagues they everywhere and toxic as fuck don't don't nobody need all that shit don't nobody want all that bullshit keep that over there because i guarantee they ain't got nothing going on about themselves and it's always like that and it's always gonna be like that they might change it a little bit because they because they they see you acting different and moving differently but those type of people are always subject to go back to what they was doing what they're content in doing, what they're comfortable in doing. People that move up ain't comfortable or content in doing shit but going up. And that's some real shit. Let's talk about it. Let's just be clear. I can't stand no hating ass motherfuckers. Listen, this is toxic as fuck radio. So y'all already know I'm the biggest clap back of the clappers out here, okay? So, like, the moment... I see the the smallest bit of hate into anybody out here trying to do that big one. Like, I'm always going to take that mental note with you. Like, I'm going to take that mental note. Because if you'll hate on this one, you'll hate on the next one. So that means you ain't trying to level up because you're too busy in somebody else's motherfucking business to level up your own shit. You see what I mean? Like, too many people 
got their head so far up somebody else's ass and somebody else's business that they ain't got none of their damn own. Toxic. What she got to say now? That could just be me also. I'm just I'm just that type of person. Like when I tell you I don't like that fake shit, I don't like none of that. And when it becomes a lonely walk to the top or a lonely run, stride, skip, whatever it is, it comes some hating ass motherfuckers. It comes those convenient ass motherfuckers, those jealous ass motherfuckers, and they can all be the same person. So you have to be careful. You have to walk differently. You have to talk differently. You have to think about words before you speak them. Because you never know who's trying to be like you and don't and don't even tell you that you inspire them. They just want to take your ideas from you. And you'll never get where you're going like that. So you got to be mindful of these motherfuckers out here. You got to be watchful. And you got to be on your toes all 10, 10 down. Because these are snakes out here and they come in different forms. Some toxic ass motherfuckers out here. They in your family, they in the workplace, they at home. Then your bed. So be real careful. The ones, the ones you love, the ones you love, the ones you see every day, won't even be your biggest supporters. It be the strangers. But them motherfuckers be the first ones with their hand out for a discount or something. I won't even lie. I've struggled trying to put this podcast out. I struggled trying to put the first episode out, learning what not to do and what to do. I struggled with trying to get my interviews together. I'm my own engineer. Let's just be honest. There's nobody behind this podcast editing, cutting, and pasting but me. You hear my commercials. They all are my voices. Because I believe in giving back to my community. I believe in all of that. Like, I'm going to put my city on my back every single time. I told I told a few people, hey, I'm going to be on a podcast. I'm going to be up there with, with Jess Hilarious, you know, Carefully Reckless. I'm going to be up there with B. Simone, No, no For Sure Podcast. Charlemagne the God, my favorite, the Ellis's, dead ass podcast. Like, I'm gonna be up there on the same page as them. Like you, I guarantee you, I will. So the moment that I saw Apple send me that email and told me that I was, con- they were congratulating me for being on Apple, and I went and I looked at my shows, which have all of those people in it, um, the Black Effect, everybody. Shout out to Charlemagne the God. Um, and I saw my podcast cover up there, y'all. I cried and I cried and I cried. And the only reason I cried, listen, because <laughs> I'm anybody know me, I don't do that mushy shit. But listen, I cried because, not because of the belief I had in myself, because that's a fact no matter what. That's, that's in me right there. I'm going to always do what I say I'm going to do. I don't care how long it take me. I don't care how long it take me. Um... It was because all the people that laughed when I told them I was going to do that. That's why I cried. The lack of faith that other people had in me. And the reason I cry now... Excuse me, sorry. The reason I cry now is because that lack that people... The lack of faith that people gave me that that didn't believe me were people that were around me or those types of people I was telling you about. And then it's like, I don't know what happened, but that lack that they were giving me just came full force from people like Osama and the messages the day after. Like, I'm so fucking proud of you from fucking random people. I got an old friend that just donated fucking mics to me. I got another friend that just donated a mic to me. Like, they're helping me with 
that I have a, a good friend. Um, he's done a podcast in the past, and you know he's helped me with you know presentation, consulting, and what things should look like, how to get my my podcast across all podcasts where you can hear them. Um, and it's just like they didn't ask me for nothing, not what I could do for them. And we'll get into my my issues, my sex issues later, my sex additions. But they didn't ask for no quid pro quo shit, nothing. It was just pro bono. I got you because I see it in you. I see you stepping on nets consistently. I see you not letting these motherfuckers breathe out here. And that's what's going to kill it. Consistency is everything. My thing is if you can't be consistent out here in these streets, you can't be consistent out here in these sheets. Let's be real. If you can't be loyal to a motherfucker out here in business, you can't do it in personal life. I am avid when it comes to being across the board. What you see is what you're gonna get. All I have is my word. I'm I you might not hear it, but I'm from I'm from the streets. I'm from I'm from there. Big one. So loyalty and consistency is all I know. So just to have those people pick up the slack from people who who wasn't believing me was just it was just like a wave of emotions and that shit hit me every time I talk about it. I kept saying, "How am I gonna get through this motherfucking podcast?" Cuz bitch, you been crying every time you write it down to talk about topics cuz I got this notepad podcast points and every time I get to talking about the leveling up the circle of friends, circle of colleagues or you know just leveling up yourself and everyone around you, even if it means interchanging these motherfuckers. You might not have the same best friend you had last year. It might not be best anymore. It might just be friend. It might just be, oh yeah, excuse me. It might just be the girl that I went went out of town with for that weekend. Because she, she, she know how to have, have fun. Like, every time I get to talking about it, it chokes me up. So I didn't know how I was going to get through this podcast. And now I'm hiccuping and shit. But <laughs> I apologize for this because, I mean... You get me, you get the real me, you get authentic me. You don't get no copy and pasted, none of that. Like, we did all that good shit in the first episode, but now you get me. And every week you get me at 8 o'clock, you're going to get dime. And that's just what it is. Yeah, I got a few alter egos. You might hear my voice switch a little bit. You might hear me sound like I might be from up north. You might hear me sound like I'm from the islands. Okay? <laughs> so, just just be real. I ain't Nicki Minaj, but baby, a lot of people live in this head of mine, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that because guess what? A bitch is consistent and I'm getting it. And that's what it's going to take to get to the top. And I know it because I can see it. I can see myself at the top. I rolled past the billboard the other day, empty as fuck. And I was like, you know what? My podcast is going to be on that billboard. (laughs) Now, I don't know how many it is of y'all listening out there tonight. But if y'all know me, y'all know damn well. I'm going to do what I say I'm going to motherfucking do. And if it ain't me, somebody or somebody I'm affiliated with, it's going to happen because one thing, God don't play about me, baby. Because he know I'm, I got a good heart. And I'm going to work hard. Ain't nothing handed to me. Ain't never been handed to me. I've been on my own since I was a little girl. So I'm used to having to be interchangeable with people. I'm used to people showing me their true colors. I'm just not used to I'm just not used to the people that recognize and feed back into me. I'm always used to people taking from me. So the emotion comes from however many listeners I got out there. 
The emotions come from when I see them blue check marks in my toxic as fuck stories on Instagram. The emotion comes from people sharing my shit on Facebook and Instagram and wherever else it's, it is. The emotions come from the emails that I'm finally getting from listeners that want me to tell their story and get it, give them advice. And I mean, I'm not the perfect person to give advice. <laughs> I have, I've been through some shit, but it's a safe space here. You want to talk about the many, many people you don't have sex with. You want to talk about the, the many wives and husbands you want to have. You want to talk about your fetish, foot fetish. You want to talk about your, your golden shower fetish. You want to talk about your sex addiction. You want to talk about your toxic ass cousins. You want to talk about your narcissistic ass baby daddies. You want to talk about your crazy ass baby mama that won't let you see your kids. We can talk about that here and feel okay talking about that here. You want to talk about the multiple business you have and you want to try to generate more revenue? We can talk about that here. You want to talk about creating an LLC? We can talk about that here. Just know it's a safe space to do that. I'm going to make that so every week. I'm up here crying on my own motherfucking podcast. <laughs> I'm not a motherfucking crybaby. And I'm pretty sure anybody that listens to this bitch going to be like, oh my God. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Yeah, nigga, it's all right. I'm all right. Because guess what? I'm about to go take this shot. Probably Uber eat for a little bit. Yes, I'm a real person out here. It's no glitz and glam. I'm sitting in my motherfucking closet recording this motherfucking podcast because I feel like it gives the best audio quality. Yes, I have mics. Yes, I have a whole studio that I pay for monthly. It's currently being furnished. But all the best podcasts started somewhere. I literally watched everybody that I, I just quoted from the Ellis's to be Simone to Jess Hilarious. I've Charmaine the guy. I've watched him for years, and and just hilarious. And B Simone ain't been that that long, and I watched him for years, and they were not as polished. Shit was kind of ghetto in the beginning. B Simone was yelling over bridges, talking about she looking for a boyfriend. Just hilarious didn't know how to do no motherfucking hair, like at all. She had the the very much Michelle Obama motherfucking hair for a long time. I mean, like. Nothing was polished. She was very much ball be more. Like there was no there was no uh radio personnel voice in her. But it was built. I'm not an engineer. But you can't tell me nobody ain't helped me with this shit the way it sounds. I never created a commercial in my life. So you not telling me whatever it is that you thinking or dwelling on doing that you cannot do with the little things that you have now. You just need the faith the size of a mustard seed. And I ain't even no Bible thumper. But I know it all it takes is a little belief. A little effort. And a lot of consistency. You just do that little bit every day. You're going to get somewhere. I promise you. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Listen to my soft ass. Um, go in about <laughs> how lonely it is getting to the top. And I mean, I'm going to meet a lot of new great people on the way up there. And I'm going to lose a lot of more great people on the way up there. I mean, but if I lose them, where are they so great to begin with? So I just want to tell y'all all thank y'all. Thank you for listening. And I'll see y'all next week on Toxic as Fuck Radio. This is your host, Dom. Love y'all. Bye. You're listening to the best podcast in the triangle. Toxic as Fuck Radio. Yeah. Radio.